Hey everybody, welcome back to Dice and Virtue. This is your humble host and dungeon master coming at you with a producer's notice for the month of July 2019. Uh, we got us a Patreon over at patreon.com slash semi-automagic. Uh, and over there, if you uh, uh, put your money where your support is for us uh, in the amount of... Thank you. Uh, that's That's the virtuous one. Uh, I will listen to that later. Um, if you put your uh, money dollars towards our Patreon at patreon.com slash semi-automagic, um, at, at, in the amount of $10 or more per month, we uh, like to go through the list of those people at the beginning of every month and say thank you. So, here we go. Uh, uh, starting with OLCW, who uh, puts his money literally where his mouth is, uh, and I like that joke, which is why I have kept it for four months running, three months, however long we've been doing this. Uh, thank you, uh, good buddy. I hope to see your name off this list someday when it makes enough money that we're not playing a, a shuffleboard game with our ten dollar bills, <laughs> just <laughs> like a, like a bad low stakes poker game. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Uh, thank you, EJ Mason. Uh, big ups to EJ, uh, who's kind of like Jesus in some ways and not in other ways. I won't enumerate those ways for you. That's a puzzle you'll have to solve for yourself when you meet him. Uh, thank you, EJ. <laughs> uh, William, whose last name is redacted. Uh, thank you, buddy. Uh, you've been a, a longtime supporter of the show. Uh, we really, really do appreciate it. Uh, Nigel, good buddy Nigel Collins, we, uh, just saw each other the other day, he was in town, um, had other plans, those fell through, so we hung out, uh, and it was, it was really nice to see him, um, we, uh, we weren't really doing anything for the, the, uh, 4th of July, and so we hung out and made steaks, it was great. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Nigel! <laughs> uh, in go Jack. Uh, Gessian, go Jack. Good buddy. Uh, sticking around no matter how bad I pronounce his name. What was that? Don't say that. That's mean. Alright, cool. That's the dicey one. She's here. Hi. Yep. Uh, and thank you, uh, Eliza Lay. I know who that is. Uh, the other hosts of the show know who that is. You, the listener, to you, that's just Eliza. She's a good person. Uh, thank you. Everybody for your support over at patreon.com slash semi-automagic. Uh, second thing, we're doing a giveaway, y'all! Uh, if, <laughs> if you want some, uh, really good art from, from friend of the show, Shannon Hay, uh, you can send an email to diceandvirtue at gmail.com, D-I-C-E-A-N-D-V-I-R-T-U-E at gmail.com. Uh, with the subject, uh, giveaway June 2019. Uh, and if you do that, you will be entered into a giveaway for a full print custom commission of your very own from professionalist, professional illustrator Shannon Hay. Uh, details on the website. Cool stuff. Go there. Find it out. Semiautomagicink.com. Uh, tell a friend. Uh, get your, get your, your entries in. We're pulling the winner on the 15th. 
there are so far only a handful of entrants, so this is a really, really good chance to get in and, like, maybe win a thing. Uh, and winning a thing feels good. You want to do it. So get in there. Send those emails. It'll be great. Send me out of magicink.com. Send us hate mail. Don't do that. I want to see it. My ego is very fragile. Do it. I'll cry. That's okay. Um, third thing. I saw this Kickstarter the other day. Uh, and normally I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't promote a thing. Just willy-nilly. But this is a thing that I dreamt of when I was, like, 10 and that I think is going to be super relevant to our audience. And it's it's terrain tiles for your tabletop RPG needs for uh, uh, playing with miniatures on squares, uh, moving five feet to a square, that kind of stuff. It's terrain for that purpose that is modular, magnetic, and stackable. That's amazing, and it's the kind of thing that I really, really wanted to exist when I was, like, 12 and playing D&D. Uh, and now that my life is just in a place where D&D is entirely virtual to me, that's still not, like, the typical D&D experience. And so I would really, really love to have this thing exist in the world. So uh, you can find that over at, uh, it's called Explorer's Terrain. Google that, you'll you'll come up with it. You can find a link on my Twitter, twitter.com slash Mr. Underscore Hush. That, it's, it's cool. Go check that out. Um... So, uh, now, with, uh, without further ado, I've taken, like, seven minutes of your time, so, on to the show. Thanks for listening, all our buddies. Everybody's welcome to Dice and Virtue Season 3, The Ironside. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I will you know, pay Casey you... I would let you in. I will pay you 100 American dollars to leave that in the final edit. God damn it. <laughs> that was really good. Sorry, I was just pulling a Stuart Wellington. Oh, All right. so funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Tell the nice people what they're here for. <laughs> Hijinks and antics and making me very mad. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take you seriously, it's Dylan. True. You look like Adam Goldberg. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. You didn't have to put me on blast like that. All the photos on the internet are still of me with yeah. my beard. Well, no, I get see it. a live stream of you at some point. Nope. nope. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Dice and Virtue Season 3, The Ironside Chronicle. I am your humble host and dungeon master one, Dylan. Joining me, as always, the ever-losing this title, the virtuous one. It's me, the virtuous one, Casey. And today's virtue, mischief. <laughs> I play a gentleman by the name of Mohammed Ali. And the dicey one. It is me, the dicey one. My name is Christina, and I have been cubed for your pleasure. Dang. Cubed like a like an onion might be. Yeah, like diced. Oh, <laughs> that was yeah, that was pretty good. That was yeah. a pew right. or play on words. It was. So, uh, last time on this what show, what was that accent? 
What do you mean? I wasn't doing an accent. You. So. <laughs> last time on this show, uh, why don't you remind me what you were up to? Okay, so look, last time, <laughs> Ali and Tess uh, wandered out of the dragon home where a drug addict had made his uh, twitchy, intimidating camp and into a magical forest not unlike the Black Mage Village in Final Fantasy IX, which uh, was obscured from the outside world by a shimmering bubble of nonsense magics. We got inside there, and then we found a big old clump of trees. It was like a rat king with its tails, except it was tree trunks. And Tess examined it. She found a stone for, of immense for power. For some definitions of examine. She, she, I was a nat 20. I examined the fuck out of that She tree. really did. And uh, things got real smashy real fast because it turned out it was a whomping willow and it proceeded to attempt to whomp us. And then we uh, got the fuck out of there while the getting was good with the help of a young man who, in my mind, is Tom Sawyer from the film League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Now, we've taken a lot of criticism about this episode that hasn't dropped yet. I wonder where that could have come from. Uh, for the nature of our of our decisions, and I, I defend them both in and out of world, because, first of all, Tess and Ali have usually had a lot more time to make decisions uh, as far as this has gone. We panicked. There, I can't speak for Christina, of course, but I, I feel that there was a knee-jerk reaction that we panicked, and the, the reaction was to yoink the thing and run away. And boy, yeah, howdy, I mean, boy howdy, did we. When a tree yells in your face, yeah. I think it's a pretty natural reaction to want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um, we're not and saying... if you happen to be holding something, you run with it. We're not saying it was optimal. We're not saying it's what we would have chosen to do had we had time to think of it but it's 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 what we did and it's the world we live in now uh and as you exited the uh shimmering barrier as i recall the stone that you had uh that that tess you had taken uh crumbled and split in uh uh into three pieces yeah wait Um, it was three pieces yes oh i thought it like disintegrated period yeah like like into kitty litter Oh, no, no, no. Uh, it, it just sort of broke apart. Oh, um, okay. Do you know what crumbled means, Dylan? Well, yes. It didn't, it didn't crumble like you would say crumble a feta cheese. It crumbled like a rock or precious stone might, which is to say it broke into several distinct pieces. Oh, so it broke. Yeah, so it broke. <laughs> okay, so we have these three <laughs> anyway. pieces now, which is pretty good. And then we made camp, and we learned about this young gentleman called Punk, which makes me so happy because as I text Dylan the next day at work, like, a, like Punk is exactly what a kid, what a thirteen-year-old with a gun and no bedtime would name himself. Like that's yep. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a punk. Exactly. So he's a hardcore young man. You can't label uh, so. me. I wear it. <laughs> you awake the next morning. Um. Your camp still made up uh, with all of the same traps and alarms uh, that Punk had set up for you the night previous. He is passed the hell out and snoring loudly. He's 13. He had a big day. Um, Tess and Ali, you wake up uh, at roughly the same time. Sure. Uh, Now, as I recall, you you did make camp near to the barrier. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So uh, the first thing you notice as you go about your your morning business is, gonna be great. Uh, is that the the barrier has somewhat shifted. 
uh, where before it was this light shimmer in the air, uh, it has begun to solidify and distort like you're looking through a cracked pane of glass. Gross. Um, the, uh, the barrier is not solid, uh, but not solid to the touch, uh, but you do feel some resistance as you press upon it. Uh, so if you would like to venture back in, that's still an option. Probably um, not. Probably a big old no for me. Mm. Unless we have to. Could I tempt you with a hero point? A hero point Some each? Sure. Uh, then I I feel like I'll absolutely do for a hero point what I was going to suggest yeah. doing for free. Yeah. Suddenly <laughs> I feel like a scientist. Yeah. And as Tess. all good scientists do, they explore. Tess, our uh, actions yesterday were hasty and uh, made from a place of fear and i find that wisdom rarely comes from such actions i feel as though we should make our way back uh past yonder arcane obscurement and attempt to make amends for what harm we may have done and also i i punched one of those things to death so i feel kind of bad about that i agree even though it it kind of terrifies me oh no that was real scary yeah yelling tree it was it was uh it was awful but uh so is inflicting harm upon living things and not taking responsibility for it whether or not you had intended to do so yeah yeah so uh you head back into the barrier should we wake up punk before That's we just a dip good question. should a we leave a note the forest should we leave a note <laughs> you know, maybe went back to read? go buy some trees exactly oh, went yeah, to yeah. go get yelled at by flora um <sighs> well, how getting... early is it dylan it is uh very early morning, just after dawn. Oh, okay. so it'd be so mean to wake him up. It would. At the same time, we don't want to abandon him like his probably father. Probably. Um. Yeah. Let's... I'm just gonna nudge him awake a little bit. Well, I mean, we could hang out for like a couple hours and see if he yeah, wakes up. No, he's a teenager. He's never gonna wake up on his own. Yeah, we might as well just nudge him and be like, "Hey, we're gonna go get yelled at by some trees, okay?" Exactly. You wanna come with? You want us to bring you anything? Froyo, Burger King. Do you want some? You want donuts? a mighty? You want a mighty kids meal? Yeah. Powders. Yeah. So do you do you just go up and whisper to him, coffee? or do you like nudge him or anything? I want to nudge him a little bit. Like All right. A little like. Yeah. So uh, when you when you touch him, uh, his his arm just grabs yours immediately. Whoop. Oh. Uh, and then he starts awake. Should have moved uh, his gun. And and hey, wide eyed, uh, he just sort of stares at you. Says, "What? <laughs> we were go back into the barrier, and we wanted to let you know, so you didn't wake up alone." Uh, do you want some breakfast potato? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was probably really loud. That just made me really happy. Oh, shit. This kid's Gwen and Lanya. Yeah. So, so he, uh, uh, scrambles himself up, sort of, like, dusts himself off, but doesn't really, uh, 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 re, re, uh, align his, his armor or anything. He just sure. gets up and rolls over to the, the cook yeah. fire. And, He's a kid who slept and... in his clothes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, he piles on as much of that potato as you're willing to give him. Adorable. Uh, your, your morning feast concluded. Cool. Uh, your adventuring party now gathered and ready for the day. Oh, I wasn't gonna wake him to make him come with us. But you know what? If he wants to, he's allowed to. Well, yeah. Kids hate being left out um, of stuff. Yeah. Next chapter of Dyson Plus Virtue. He's got a Ali and Tess face being parents. Apparently. I I hope this is the adventure Apparently. that they're ready for. Apparent yes. 
No one is really ready for Parenthood. Nope. Christina, uh, I like so. I like the vibe you're laying down. This is Thank this you. Is a really <laughs> chill episode. This is my post. I woke. I worked at four thirty in the morning. Vibe. Nice. Dylan DM. We have a guest who is very loud. I'm sorry. Um, I'm a regular is... feature on this show. <laughs> Thank you. Can't really call him a guest at this point. Our guest is Scratchy the Cat. Hello, Scratchy the Cat. She is very ornery. Anyway. She's a rascal. You continue into the barrier. Yes. uh, Pushing through uh, like you were walking through a sheet of molasses. Molasty. Molasty. Molasses. The other side of the barrier looks the same as it did yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You continue further into the forest. uh, Only you start to notice that uh, about the time you would expect it to begin growing dark and uh, uh, overgrown and sure. and deep wild. dark woodsy, right? Uh, it is now uh, this much much more pristine, more well kept uh, landscape. It is this. Uh, uh, it, it's almost like there has been a grove keeper in for some mm-hmm. time. Oh, good. Uh, uh, pruning the trees, not not forcing them to grow in any particular way, but preserving their natural beauty, mm-hmm. uh, keeping them clear of disease, keeping them away from uh, those those odd pustule-like growths that mm-hmm. you'd seen before. And as you continue deeper and deeper into uh, this this wooded area, you, uh, you are met with this gentle, dappled sunlight uh, peering through the, the canopy. Um, still no... Uh, bird song or rustling of leaves mm-hmm. uh as you would expect in in the early morning uh as the the critters began to awoke and and right. uh uh made their way to their daily uh rituals and tasks sure rather you are uh uh greeted by this this very still idyllic uh glade that you continue down through you begin to feel as though uh you may be lost like this is somewhere completely different than than you were expecting it to be. Tess, I don't now like this. Admittedly, when last we were here, we were being chased by a giant tree spider and its countless yeah. hordes of, of splinter children. But it seems to me as though this is not the same place. No, it doesn't really feel like it. Can I make an arcana check, Dylan? Absolutely, please do. Uh, while she's reaching for her diet, Dylan, am I am I loud enough? I'm looking at my audacity, and the lines are like real small when I talk. Uh, you sound perfectly fine okay. to me. Um, if if I need to make you louder on the recording, I can. Okay, cool. I didn't I didn't think it would be a problem. It's not it's not even leaving green when I speak, so I figure it's probably fine. I just didn't want to. Okay. Yeah, I can I can jack you up or bring us down in post if I have to. <laughs> cool. All right. I just didn't want to ruin everything forever. Go ahead. So you're arcana check. Yes, I got an eight. So the energies swirling here uh, feel different than they did last time. Oh no, there's still energies. As though you have uh, uh, been taken to somewhere new. Uh, last time you were uh, you were in this place that felt not evil per se, but but dark and and corrupted. Uh, now this the area you're in now feels uh light though incredibly powerful uh it feels th- there's a warmth to it 
Hmm. Uh, that that doesn't give you any any uh, bells of danger. Hmm. Um. Hmm. That's weird. It is weird. I mean, Ali could do an Arcana check too, but that was a pretty thorough answer from. Uh, forgive me for saying so. A not spectacular check. So yeah, I, I, I think yeah, the, I the takeaway here is that this plays hella magic. And, um, yeah, this place is hella magic, and it's not angry magic as no. of right now. Well, we should we should still tread carefully because, as TV tropes has taught us, light is not necessarily good. Uh, yeah. So let's let's tread carefully. Dylan, do we see any indication of like is there a path or I mean, because we could just blunder endlessly through this pleasant forest until it ceases to be so pleasant. But we we've, we've got a young make one a back nature at home. check for me. Okie dokes. So both of us are just... Uh, Ali, since he's the one asking. Cool. Or I could drop my die and it could vanish from the world. Also good. Also Seriously, a valid you, choice. You guys, where'd my die go? Under the desk. Under your foot. Probably. Under oh. your chair. It was under the desk. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah. Sorry about that. No worries. Okie dokes. Check. All right, that's uh, that's an eight. I guess we're rolling eights today. Cool. So uh, your uh, ability to discern a path through this this idyllic glade uh, comes up short. Um, you think there might be some some minor trails that may have been used by, say, deer or other uh, uh, forest fauna, mm-hmm. um, but they have been overgrown or grown dusty over time and so it's it's not it's it's unclear mm-hmm. uh to you nonetheless you still think you have a, a strong sense for the direction that you were headed okay then yeah i i reckon we continue on cool i think with that oh, goodness so you uh continue through the forest don't have a question yes how does punk feel about this he's just rolling along he's like yeah all right uh, yeah, he is, he's got his uh, his miniature rifle uh, slung up over one shoulder, and he is just following the pair of you. Oh. Just keeping his eyes out. I feel like he has, like, a pocket full of, like, jacks that he throws sometimes. Bah! <laughs> well, they're called caltrops, and they're quite sharp, but yes. Oh, my cool. God. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you continue along through the forest. Actually, Dylan. Uh, and... Yes. I'm I'm not just being a distraction, I promise. Um I believe you. Can I well you should believe that I believe it. Can I roll an arcana check to see if I can figure anything out about these uh remaining shards of that stone? Do it. Cool. <laughs> uh that's a six. Uh so the shards uh are still dark in color. Um peering into them, uh no light seems to escape them. Mm-hmm. However, they they now feel inert, um, where before it was pulsing and oozing with this uh, oppressive sort of energy. Uh, it seems that after the pieces crumbled, uh, the the stones themselves have grown inert, like um, a like a drained battery. Yeah, akin to that. So it could theoretically be refilled, potentially. Hmm. Uh, that would be perhaps a question for someone more uh, well-versed in magical energy sources, like perhaps uh, your friend, the engineer. Right. Yes. Yes. These uh, shards of the 
stone that we found yesterday, it would seem that their uh, power has left them. Oh. Well, I imagine, since, since it's the morning after we've had some time to actually think about what we did, I have a feeling that that specific orb was the power source of all the magic we felt pulsating Mm. through the forest and Mm. having ripped it out means we just cut away the source Mm. i'm not sure why they would break and stop working unless it was a symbiotic relationship but Mm. not sure what exactly it would be drawing from the forest Mm. well perhaps if we carry on forward uh we can find some answers punk young man how Ah. How are you uh, doing? Are you all right back there? Did you get enough sleep, enough to eat? Do you want some water? Uh, so he now appears to be just endlessly chewing on something. Um, what you chewing? It's in your mouth. What's in your meat. mouth? What do you Where mean did... meat? Dried meat. Where okay. did you get dried meat? Standard field rations, dude. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Tess, roll an insight check on Ollie. I roll an insight check on Ollie's. No! I lost a dice! It's okay, it's just your d4. We'll find it later. Oh good, I have yours, so it doesn't even matter. No, I have both my d4. Those are d6. Oh, you're right. (laughs) Will I ever know what dice I have? Unlikely. Well, I rolled a nine. Uh, now you're no expert in male bonding, but it seems to you... Though Ali has taken a shine to this young man, which is odd because he is oh. a teenager and therefore inherently loathsome. Oh. Yeah. But a young fella. Yeah. Young buck. Nonetheless. Yeah. And Ali is a... An old man. Good. Yes. Yeah. World-weary, battle-hardened. Well, not, not so much the, the battle-hardened, battle, battle hardened, but world-weary, certainly. All right. So, Cool. Um, Punk's all right. We carry on. You continue. Yeah. Uh, and... You begin to feel a warmth encapsulating you. Um, where this for where the the dark area of this forest was uh, musty and damp, mm-hmm. um, this now feels uh, warm and refreshing. Ooh, um, like a nice bath. I think uh, this sort place of like the feeling uh, uh, you get when you step out of the shower like uh, on a on a nice like yeah, yeah. crisp day. Oh, see, I was thinking on like a summer night when you've taken like a lukewarm shower but that lukewarm shower is okay because it's burning hot outside right just enough to cool you off and you're like "Mm, yeah and you're like your windows are open and it's probably fourth of july for no reason sure other than you can hear fireworks they're going and you're like yeah i like this so you head out uh you continue down uh you come upon a clearing in the glade Hmm. i'd like to make an insight check on this glade because i am Inherently wary of everything now. That's yeah. Does this does this glade aim to do us harm? Good, good. What did you roll? What's well, a nine plus five? I can't think right now. Fourteen. I got a twenty-four. Neat. Uh, and what is what exactly are you trying to discern? Is there danger afoot, or is it like so nice that it's suspicious? Um, it's it just feels nice. Mm. Uh, you don't suspect there to be any danger at all. Yeah, I didn't last time either. Fool. Yeah. Um, so you come upon the site, uh, you've been walking for a couple of hours now, and you think you should be running into that crater soon. Yes. Um, but instead you come upon this clearing, mm-hmm. and in the middle of this clearing is this mound. Oh, I don't like it. And sprouting up from this mound, you see 
just the beginnings of a tree, or at least that's what it looks like at first. Uh, and as you get closer, I don't. Uh, you see <laughs> these uh, just shafts of sunlight illuminating uh, something like an old tree branch sticking uh, out of the ground. Hmm. And at the head of this uh, this old tree branch, there's this very intricate relief carved into it. Okay. Um, you say you're you're standing quite far off. Uh, so you can't really make out the the details from here. Okay. All right, we cautiously approach this tree leaf. But I keep looking behind me, like there might be someone there. Make a perception check. Uh, we could have Punk cover us. Oh, Punk is absolutely just uh, eyes out everywhere the whole sure. time. Head a, on a swivel. I got, what'd you say? A perception check? Yes. Ah, uh, it is an eight. We really yeah. just roll an eights. So um, besides Punk's endless chewing, you don't really make anything out. Okay. Um, as you approach this this mound uh, and the the tree branch you know, there. Wait, before this, mm-hmm. as I'm approaching Dylan, I would like to prepare one of my scrolls, okay. uh, the Firebolt Scroll, and it will only be triggered if a monstrous tree decides it's going to suddenly scream and or attack. Cool. Thank you. I like to think uh, you like so- wrap it around your finger like a like one of them finger traps. Then you just go yeah. bang. Which of you has the chunks of stone? Ali got him. Okay. Uh, Ali, you begin to feel a tugging in your pocket. Mm. The chunks of stone seem to be attracted to this this uh, uh, old tree branch. Mm. So, as you get closer to it... Wait, I... Yes? No, I want to know. Uh, so, the relief on the tree branch yes. is that of a bald woman... Disheveled, uh, I knew it. And born of the wilderness, now regally holding aloft her two arms spread wide, um, though they are empty. They Uh appear to be holding something. Uh, There is some ancient inscription beneath the figure. Are they empty or are they holding something? Because you just said those. The hands are empty, though they appear like they are holding something. Oh, okay, 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 okay. There is an ancient inscription beneath the figure. It is unreadable. Uh, I would like to roll history to see if I know anything about this figure. Do it up. I'm on a... You said old tree branch. What's that? You said old tree branch. Uh-huh. That's a 13. Uh, so it comes as no surprise to you, Ali, that uh, this is an incredibly well-known figure. This oh. is the bald prophet alighted <laughs> upon the the holy mountain. Hmm. This is a relief depicting Gwinoa Valkian. Hmm. Oh, I just got shivers. That's so cool. Hmm. Tess, do you uh, know the Salasahim prophets? I mean, growing up in Ironsides, I know like some things, but hmm. not really. I'm not a like really religious person. Right, it's sort of Christmas and Easter thing. Yeah, no, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. The, like Salasahim exists, right? But. Well, they very nearly didn't. And then, ah, this woman here was uh, one of the first in a new line. She helped to save this world and, in so doing, lost something very precious to her. Her hair. But but her hair, yes, that that was it. Uh, And in the process gained a future for this world. Oh, also these stone shards in my pocket are uh, drawn to this in a way that I would find... Uh, alarming in any of the circumstance. Oh, that is alarming, yeah. 
So I, as the player, just had like an idea, and we can discuss it afterwards. Okie dokes, bookmark. Um, so I mean, the the obvious thing here is let the stones go to the thing. I can't no. No. imagine a bar relief of Gwen is going to end up being a bad thing. There is a certain sense of duality that pervades this game, and that yeah. inclines me to believe since this forest is clearly in its you know daytime mode, it's maybe less likely to kill us mode. That, yeah, uh, that's fair. That giving this back will possibly restore some sense of balance. Or maybe it'll turn it into a giant, whomping, uh, you know, funnel web willow, and uh, we'll yeah. all get et to death. We can just... Yeah, we can just uh, repeat the same thing again. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to die be. one day. I'm not I'm not here to play it safe. I don't know about <laughs> you. Okay. So, uh, Ali going to take out these shards. And, uh, Dylan, are they are they drawn to it individually, or are they drawn together into it? Like, what's... Because there are three of them. Right. So, the two shard, Two of the three yeah. uh, seem to be pulled toward uh, Gwinoa's open hands. Sure. The third remains inert. Ah. Are they are they in cool shapes like the Zeo crystal from Power Rangers? If you'd like to think of them that way, yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't really understand that reference, so I'll go with it. Yeah, it's an apt comparison. I feel so. Okay. I would like to approach the leaf cautiously alongside a leaf because yeah. it's cool, and this lady's yeah. bald. Tess, here. Okay. You you take this one. I will take this one, and we will together uh, place them into uh, the prophets. Uh, tall, tall hillbilly hands. Uh, punk. Ah. Uh, would you be so good as to cover us in the event that a monstrosity would emerge and uh, attempt to make us unto its uh, belly timber? Uh, so for the latter half of that sentence, he was already pulling out his, his rifle and nice. uh, getting it uh, just knocked against his shoulder, and he's, yeah, he's, he's going to ah. uh, murder some shit. Good hustle. Oh. Yeah. Well done. I like this kid. He's got, he's got spunk. I like him, but we we should have a conversation about him about how trigger happy he is all got, the time. He's got mocks. What's a trigger? Right now, the, the gun it pulls what? and it. Oh, Ali has never held a gun. So okay, never oh, mind. Fair. That didn't. That, <laughs> never mind. No, I got what you were going for. <laughs> um, Don't worry about it. That it just didn't land the way I wanted it to. Okay, let's go. I appreciated it. Um, Thank you. So, uh, you. We need to give uh, him a trigger warning. There it is. Yeah. Each of you, uh, millennials. Uh, Proffer these uh, these broken gems yeah. uh, and set them into Gwinoa's hands. Uh, when they are both in place, mm -hmm. uh, you see them begin to vibrate uh, and begin to crack uh, in their surfaces. Uh-oh. Uh, Tess, and I may have miscalculated. That's okay. That's okay. The dark exterior of them begins to uh, fade away as a fine dust, Whoa. leaving behind these perfect emerald orbs <gasps> shining f with a golden light from within. Whoa, Gwen's so cool! Uh, the golden light begins uh, very, very bright and then starts to dim uh, until there is just the hint of a fire deep within uh, these two emeralds. Uh, and the, uh, the tree branch, uh, still standing stalk straight, now hums with energy. So this tree branch, is it, like, literally just growing out of the ground as a branch, or is it, like, a branch Make a perception check for me. Okay, I'm gonna. Can Thank I, you. too, make a perception Absolutely. check? Absolutely. Sick. Uh, that's a 12. That is a composite, uh, move your hand. Uh, 
Um, that's a 19. Almost a 20. Tess, you're able to tell that uh, the bottom, say, three or four inches of this thing mm-hmm. have been covered uh, mm-hmm. in and packed into the earth. That's why there is this mound here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, but it it definitely fell naturally under its own weight from from wherever it had originally rested, and then the relief was carved into it. Mm. Oh, so it was the tree uh, beforehand, and then it was buried, and the relief was carved into it. No, this this branch is standing by itself. Oh, so it's just a huge branch. Yes. Oh, cool. Mm. Symbolic. Do the gems appear to... So you said the fire within them died down. Do they still look like... uh, like actively connected to this thing, or are they now just sitting in her hands? Uh, they so if you try to give it a little wiggle, yeah. uh, they are cemented in there. Oh dang! I don't want Gwen screaming in my face. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants that. Um, what about the one I'm still holding? Uh, it is still inert. We just hmm. place it on top of this relief. What happens then? Absolutely nothing. There's no. Cool. There's no place for a third one. Correct. Well, okay. I'll put that one away. I guess. Um. Let us perform, Tess, uh, yes. some arcana checks to see if the nature, yes. the magical atmosphere has shifted any. Agreed. I would like to perform an arcana check, Dylan. I'm going to, and you can't stop me. Ha! Dang. That's a nat 20! <laughs> uh, that is a 21. Uh, so you are now both keenly aware that what you are looking at is a magic staff of... Some incredible power. Oh, sick. Uh, this thing is the source of this glade that surrounds you. Oh, dang. It is, is. uh, both part of and apart from the glade. Wow. Okay. What a cool stick. It seems like a good stick. It seems Ah. like one. Well, it would appear that we have, uh, done our part to restore whatever imbalance we may have caused. Uh, and we got some change. Holds up the one that doesn't work. Cool. We'll figure that one out later. The yeah. kid says, what? You're not even going to take it? The the stick? Yeah. Okay, but I did that last time I got yelled at. I mean, yeah, that was very clearly some evil corruption. This thing looks awesome. All right. Well, firstly, I can't use it. What do you mean? It's a medium. that I, it's, it's wood. I work with metal. You're mm. a wizard. I'm not. Figure mm-hmm. it out. Will you give me a hero point to try to take the stick, Dylan? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Here I go. I'm going to try to take that good stick. Make a strength check for me. Cool. That's a 16. Yeah. Uh, so you <laughs> get your you get your grippers around it. Um, he yells, I'm going to cry. It's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, two hands. God, you. Mm-hmm. you carried this. Uh, and you sort of wiggle it back and forth a little bit. Yep. And it gives, and then you pull it out almost effortlessly. Um, and so normally, sense? to identify the effects of a magic item, you have to hold it for a short rest. Yes. That is not the case here. No, because this is cool. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I would like for you to read the contents of this note. I will. Staff of the Bald Prophet. Sure. Charges five boxes. Recovers 2d3 per day. Expense one effect. Two box casts any druid spell up to second level. Bucks, revitalize veg- vegetation, curing blights and diseases in a three kilometer kilometer radius. Oh shit! Five boxes. What are the boxes, Dylan? Charges. Oh, okay. 
Five charges. Plant the stuff in fertile soil and leave it in the sunlight for one week. Around it shall grow an ancient grove, a site of unequaled natural power. Also as a 2d10 bludgeoning weapon. 2d10? Holy hell. Yeah, that's what it was at the end of uh, the second season. That's the the physical description. Wow. What a cool stick. Oh, this is mine. I got a cool stick that I can't use. I really love... You can absolutely use it. Yeah, you can oh, totally can use, use it. it. Literally That's anybody fair. can use it. It's a good stick. It's just a magic item. It's a good oh, okay, stick, cool. Christina. Oh, okay, so okay, magic items supersede what your class can necessarily Yeah, and even then, like, do. even, oh, even if see. you like, if you don't have training in a weapon or whatever, you can still use it, just not as well. Cool. Having now taken this, uh, this staff of the bald prophet, uh, you feel a rumbling beneath you. No! Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Put the it back. The ground <laughs> begins to shake. Uh, the trees around you so seem bad. disturbed. Oh my god. Uh, the air around you begins to crystallize. Yeah. Uh, as, as though, uh, you are walking through that barrier again. Yeah. Uh, the, the kid starts freaking out. He doesn't know what's going on. Maintain, uh, maintain, punk. It's okay. It's probably okay. Uh, Everyone breathe. All around you, uh, and encroaching toward you, you see the deterioration of this grove. Oh God! As it begins to fall into darkness. Again. Oh God! Welp. And you find yourselves uh, standing at the edge of the crater that once held the large tree monster that you pissed off. Mm-hmm. And so there, sitting in the center, are the twelve fallen trunks. Uh-huh. Uh Fallen around uh the one uh tree trunk with the grotesque face yeah uh that face still uh grimacing its mouth open wide in agony uh though the uh putrefied grove uh stands silent around you is the it... air is still um is still that crystalline molassesy uh uh texture so is it like frozen Pardon like me. that? Make a oh make an insight check for me. I'm gonna. Both like or just Ali? Deku tree uh, Ali only, please. Okay. Oh, that is a nat twenty, my friend. Yeah. So this feels like it has been uh, frozen somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily uh, uh, frozen in time, but certainly uh, there is some stasis here. Mm-hmm. Huh. Is the, the stone in your the inert stone in your pocket uh, I was ask. is pulling violently against your oh, your God. shirt. Mm, what do you think, Tess? My brain tells me I should put the stick back in the ground, but my heart tells me that it's too cool. <laughs> Fair. I imagine Punk is on the side of rule of cool. Um, all right, Tess, Punk. Yeah. I'm going to release. The remaining shard of stone, uh, if the attraction I am uh, feeling is correct, it will, uh, I believe the technical term is zoop, um, over and adhere itself. And what happens afterward is anyone's, uh, guess. But our debt to this forest will be at least in some part repaid. So, uh, be prepared to make a hasty retreat. Okay. Would you like to prepare an action? I already had it prepared. Okay. Remember? Yep. No, Keeping that same I, one? No, I want to put it away. I don't want to burn down a tree just because I'm a dick. Uh, prepared action is to b- bury the, the the stick back. 
Okay. Really quickly. Um, same trigger? Oh, but one week wouldn't... We don't have enough time for one week. Wait. Wait. Make a perception check for me, yes. Tess. I also really like the idea that it a causes nine. an ancient grove to appear. Like, this thing's hella yeah. old. It just wasn't here last week. <laughs> um, so you begin to notice in the, uh, the, uh, solidified air around you. Yeah. These glimpses of the forest as it was before you pulled oh, the stick weird. out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And you see other instances of this forest as well in, in these different angles. Um, oh, I'm seeing things. When, when you look in one particular direction, yeah. right, you see the idyllic glade. In another direction, you see, uh, the forest as it was before you even entered the barrier. Oh, that's right. Uh, in another, you see just a burned out husk. Oh. Like this whole place has been burned to the ground. Oh, hey, mm-hmm. Dylan, can I make an insight check on the forest? Absolutely. Can I make an insight check to see if this is a blight? Do it. That's an 11. It's not a blight. Okay. Uh, but you, do now begin to suspect that you are uh, within some kind of distortion. Oh, that oh. perhaps the barrier oh, you crossed, uh, uh, weird is, time shit, is is somehow perverting this this uh, the mm-hmm. the area contained within the bubble. Okay, Ali, are you going to let that stone go? Tess, unless you can think of a very good reason, I should not. So I don't think. Anything we do here is going to help the forest. Mm. It more feels like it did back in Shallow Mist when we walked for two days and suddenly it was two weeks later. I think there's some weird time nonsense coming on here and that makes some sense given we are somewhat close to Ironsides and this is an unexplored patch of forest. Why would they not experiment here? I don't know what the stick is doing here, but... A hush grows across the table. The stone in your pocket continues to wrestle against you. Are you, Casey, Casey are you are saying you talking? things? Because your mic is muted. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> See, the we thought time. you were just being, like, very somber. And yeah, then, like, no, Ali's fucking pensive <laughs> as shit over here. Son of a... Okay. Um, what I was saying... Oh, it was so eloquent. <laughs> it was in perfect French. Um... Oh man. Sorry. Dogs. Okay. Um so you said it was close to iron sides. Uh, okay. Edit point. Ah. Uh, yes. I am hesitant to assume that this phenomenon is uh restricted solely to areas near iron side. I fear that the effects will be uh, more far reaching. Uh without a doubt. Despite that, I feel that restoring the balance we have upset in this area is the first step toward uh, restoring the larger balance in the world. Also, look at my pocket. My pocket is much farther away from my body than it usually is. That's fair. All right. I'm going... You hear the stitches begin to rip in oh, your pocket. Oh, gee. Well, this... I, okay, this that's my only pocket, but all right. Um, I will let you right. know, though. I did kind of look into the future, and there are only three possibilities... Oh no, there are several. Oh, there are so many possibilities. There are so many ways that this could go down. God just right. told me. Alright. Alright, so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take the stone out of my pocket, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna throw it as hard as I possibly can in the exact opposite direction. <laughs> That's a very of, Lanya thing to do. Of where it wants to go, just to give us that you, extra couple you, seconds. Yeah. 
You want it? Go get it! No, and I'm All not... Right. Well, I mean, because it's clearly... Oh, like, I would let... I'd like to let Punk know. Yeah. We might have to run again in a moment. Yeah, yeah it's but, cool. Okay, I got it. Wait, yes. wait, in which direction are we running? Uh, First. The way we came? Let's decide that. The way we came seems like a good idea to me. With okay. the first way we came or the second way we came? How about this, Tess? <laughs> Ali's going to pick a direction and start running, if he has to, and you're going to follow Ali. Okay. Okay, right. cool. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the thing as hard as I possibly can. Can I, can I make like a like a so dexterity is for throwing, right? Would I do that or would I do strength? Uh, go ahead and make a dexterity check for me. Cool, thank you. Since I know that's the one you want, it really is. That's a thirteen. Yeah, so uh, you give it a mighty toss. Uh, only when it leaves your fingers, it hangs in the air, oh, resisting dear. the motion. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, resisting the inertia, and then it New begins to fly like back to the uh, the the uh, tree golem. Um, whereupon it makes contact uh, in in this thing's slotted head sure. where it had originally rested. Everything starts to move very yep. slowly. Okay. All right. The tree thrashing just as violently as it did when it makes contact with the ground around it. It casts. Uh, these huge plumes of dust still retaining all of the force that it would have had at regular speed. Sure. It just is appears to be moving quite slowly. Oh, okay. So ostensibly we could just walk right past it. We could, or we could stick around and apologize. I mean, it's got a mm. face. That's fair. All right. So we, we get out of its stampede path. Uh, all right. That's going to yeah. be out of the crater. Yeah, we were out of the crater. Right. We were just at the edge of it. So, so. you are, you know... A while away from the thing. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And uh, is it is it speeding up as it moves? It's not. Oh, okay. Just angrily, slowly throwing itself around. Yep. Oh, All fair. Right. Well, then I don't. Yeah, I don't think we have any ability to bring this thing back into real time speed. Um, and it's not going to be. I think it might to... just be slow because it only has a third of what was powering it. That's Tess, reasonable. Make make a perception check for me. Uh, that is a thirteen. You hear muffled speech uh, resonating through you. Uh, you can't make out what it says. Okay. I don't want to alarm you, Ollie, but I believe mm-hmm. that I'm hearing things. Hmm. Ah, um, may I uh, see yonder staff? Okay. Just hand him the staff. I take it. Alright, Ollie, you are filled with a an invigorating warmth. Whoa, Nelly. Uh, and I would like for you to make a perception check. Okay, dokes. Um, you know, that's, uh, an 11, but I think, do I have inspiration? I think I have inspiration. Um, let's see. No, I don't have inspiration. That's up to you to be tracking. But I, yeah, no, that's fair. I got my, my poker chip here. But I, I do. I have two hero points. I do have a hero point, and I, I really want to know what this voice is trying to say to us. Um, so I guess, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, burn this hero point. I mean, Tess can't, she can't give me one of hers. That's not how that works, yeah, I yeah. assume, unless I'm contradicted on that point. But, uh, yeah, alright, I'll go ahead and burn my, my hero point and take that as a, as a success. What do I hear? What is it? Make this worth my so, time, Dylan. You hear a very quiet voice shouting at you. <laughs> Use the stuff, idiot! In what type of voice? Ah. In a Gwen type of voice? Absolutely. Mm. 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 Tess. Yes. 
uh, reluctant though I am to uh, have any dealings with magic, it would appear that uh, this staff is trying to tell you to point it at the tree, and also it said some very oh. rude, very rude things, uh, which oh, I will I'm, not repeat. I'm so sorry. No, no, okay. no, it's, it's not your fault. Uh, here, here, oh. have, have this back. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I point the staff at the tree. Ellie oh, wipes his hands off, it. Tries, tries to get the magic off his grippers. Wiggle it. Can I try to make, like, another perception check to be like... So, the invigorating warmth leaves you and enters Tess. Aww. Yes. Cold. Uh, you level <laughs> this staff at the monster tree. And it's huge. And from the two emeralds, mm-hmm. uh, these two twin firebolts... Oh, oh uh, no! Oh god! And create a, a spinning vortex. Oh no! Uh, a double helix that yes. uh, <laughs> that slam into the uh, the the gem on the uh, wicked tree's wow head. Yeah. Oh. Uh, whereupon the aggressive deforestation. Wicked Jesus. the the wicked tree golem. Uh, begins to disassemble and crack and oh, splinter. Oh, oh no, no, no disassemble. No, this is not what I wanted to do. Oh, and geez. the air around you snaps. Oh, yeah. And you are suddenly standing in a perfectly normal forest. Oh. Oh, thank you. Well, that was Stick. a hell of a thing. There is no longer a dark grove around you, nor an idyllic glade. Huh. Uh, there is simply the forest that you left on the other side of the barrier. In fact, uh, the barrier itself appears to have dissipated. Oh. Is the is the the corpse of the of the golem still there? Nope. There's nothing there. Could I Wild. Shake the stick to explain. Uh, you receive no response. Once. Okay. Hmm. Thank you, strange stick and bald woman. So, Tess. I uh. Did yeah. the did did the stick tell you to to shoot fire at what what happened what happened there? Why well, I just I just pointed the stick. I ah. didn't really do anything. You see, this is why I don't trust magic. It tells you to do the thing, and then before you know it, there's a giant double helix of fire. Shoot again yeah. to think of magic. Ugh. I really Punk. would have liked a warning about that. Are you, Punk is are you okay? Wide-eyed in amazement, his jaw dropped open, and he just says, "That was the coolest thing I've ever seen." Uh, yes, he well, thinks we're cool. Like. I hang out with Nameless, you guys. Oh, that uh, was way cooler than anything he's ever done. Oh, oh. we're cooler. We're cooler than Nameless. You can say? we get that in writing, Punk? Yes, I would love that. In writing. I don't know how to write. That's but okay. I'll figure oh, it out for you. No, no. Ali is going to teach this to boy to write. Oh, well, so good. I suppose now I have a cool stick. Yeah, you sure do. Did that expend any of its charges? Oh. I don't know, Dylan, did it? Uh, it has expended four of its five charges. Uh, That's reasonable. She needs to go to sleep. I put well, the yeah. stick next to my warm ha- war hammer. Nice. My warm hammer. Wild. Well, that was a uh, hell of a thing. Yeah. Okay. I... <sighs> Magic. Ugh. All right, Tess, Punk. Yes? We... Uh, I, I'm very glad you like your new stuff. I, I, I'm not cracking any smack on yonder stick what saved us. I am just saying, how about... That was for a lot. The, for the foreseeable... Fi- that was a lot. Yes, that was... The, it's, yeah. been a, it's been a big day. And, yeah, yes. it's not what I... It's I'm sorry, a, I didn't expect that either. I no, not your, no, I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you even a little bit. No, you're fine. We'll 
sit down and talk with a stick next time it tries to tell us to do something. I get that's probably a good call. Maybe we can talk about the stick giving us more. I'm not, I don't want to talk to a stick. I ugh. Okay. <laughs> I, all I am all I am saying is perhaps let us try not to get into any more magic shenanigans before we solve the mind control plot, which is also magic shenanigans. God, I hate magic. Uh, oh, I Dylan, briefly forgot can, about that. Can I make... Well, yeah! <laughs> Dylan, can I make... Can I make some sort of check? Probably nature, I guess. Um, or history. I think history would also work. Some sort of check to try and find... Like, I know we're in uncharted wilderness, but, like, even if you're in the wilderness, you can recognize, oh, that's that mountain, even if it's miles and miles and miles away. Uh, sure. That kind of thing. Can I... Yeah, good mountain. Can I try to figure out where we might be relative to Ironside, and so we can have a less wandersome path? Make a survival check for me. That's fair. All right. You want to help a brother out here, Tess? Yes. Can cool. I, too, make a survival check? Can we all just squint at uh, the tree? Go line? ahead and assist Ali and give him advantage. Okay. That would I be my give you advantage. There we go. Thank you. All right. That's a 19. Feel pretty good about that, but let's find out. Uh, that is... A 19 again. That's improbable. It sure is. That's like a 1 in 400 chance. It's a good stick. Yeah. It's anyway. A, we got that good, good stick. All right. So, yeah, you bound your way up to uh, the top of a nearby tree, and you peer out over the uh, the landscape, and you, uh, you manage to find north by the uh, mountain range, unscalable though it is, it makes a fine, fine landmark. Sure, and that's uh, the, the, that's spine the spine of the, of the world, world isn't it? North. Yeah. Sure is. Cool. Uh, Alright, Gwen, punk, that uh, way is north. Not Gwen, sorry. The force of habit. I've been <laughs> really hard. I'm really proud that it's taken me this long. Like, I held it together. <laughs> In my defense, the voice is the yeah, same. That's fair. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tess, punk. Less aggressive. <laughs> North is that way. Ironsides is probably that way. Do do you think we can just... And this is in Dwarfish, because he needs to be able to express himself. So Punk has no idea. It's just this this guttural... <laughs> yeah. Just, do you think we can possibly keep the magic nonsense to a minimum long enough to get where we're going and solve the first magic nonsense we were dealing with? I hope so. I am not mad at you, Tess. I just... I know. Nothing about I this mean, has I... made me reevaluate my stand on magic. It's anti. No, that's fair. We had a whole conversation, and it just got worse after that. God, so, completely understandable. I a fire came out of a stick. Just a fire. Now. Two fires. Two fires out of this massive stick that questionably isn't that heavy. Does every stick have fire in? It raises more no. questions than it answers. God. Okay. Let's, let's get to Ironsides. Hops down and. Okay, no, Punk thinks we're cool. Don't fucking blow this. He thinks we're so cool. Doesn't say that. Yeah, yeah but he thinks we're cool. He, he thinks, thinks we're, we're cool. cool okay, because there's like, there's player talk and there's character talk and then there's yeah. the deuter, deuter canonical one in between. It's just. <laughs> it's what occurs in their subconscious. Exactly. It's like when you like the Tales of Symphonia games, like you hit the party chat button and it's just like little asides. Okay. All right. So we head off towards Ironside. Finally. So uh, you spend no. a, you, oh. sp you spend another couple of hours marching through the forest. Sure. Uh, having, Can I spend a hero point to just teleport us to Ironside? Having reclaimed, 
your horses. Oh my god! Uh, which you left on the other side of the bubble. Yes, of course. Sure um, <laughs> you go and get your horses, and you <laughs> lead them through the forest. Um, and you are presented no further challenge. Uh, you cool. exit the forest uh, <laughs> oh into god. the uh, grassy foothills of the spine of the world. You see, uh, winding up the the side of the mountain, the road to Ironside mm-hmm. uh, that leads up into the one pass through the the uh, the spine of the world that will lead mm-hmm. into the silent savanna. Oh, I collapse on my knees in relief. I hate forest now. I I I've been a resident of a forest for many years, and let me tell you, I am I am re-examining my my stance on forestry. Next time, let's just take the road. Let's just take the Iron Road next time. Glad it's here. Glad we're going to get to up to the spinal tap of the world. And Ooh, the <sighs> Iron Road. I like that. That's the name of the road that leads to Ironside. Give him inspiration. Cannon. He deserves it. Cannon. Yeah, absolutely. Take yeah. inspiration for that one. Thank you. I take one. The Iron Road is a f- phenomenal name for That's that. That's so cool. Yeah, good job, Katie. I, uh, so... I, I am good at naming things. I will take, I will accept that specific praise. So, thank the you. I'm, I'm just glad Iron you Road, to your world. The Iron Road is lined uh, with every 15 to 20 feet, uh, these tall lamp posts that in the day are dark. Um, Tess, you being from Ironside, you recognize these. Yeah. Uh, these alight every evening mm-hmm. when the moonlight touches them. Yeah. Uh, and they glow this uh, warm golden, and they cast light... Um, uh, brighter than a torch, but yeah. dimmer than a sunrod. They are a uh, pleasant barrier against yeah. the dark of the night. I promise they're not spooky. Okay. We had to build these at this foundation. They yes, just these, help you find your way home. These trees are very strange. I don't. I don't like them. The, I didn't. I trees. didn't like the last tree we met. What? What do you mean they're not? So trees? Yeah, they're just lampposts. What? It's like okay. So it's like I made a sun torch. Oh. Now, Tess, the the last time you were through this way was how long ago? Oh, so long. Yeah, so last time you were you were here, uh the lampposts only reached to the uh the checkpoint between the protectorate and Ironside proper. Mm-hmm. Um now they seem to have been built quite far down the road. In fact, you can't oh. see where they end. There's construction is afoot. A lot hmm. of these. Ah, we should stop at the found foundation mm. briefly. Very good. The one in Ironside? Yes. All right. The Ironside Dylan, Institute. Ironside um, Foundation? Yes. Forgive me, I was under the impression that, that Ironside, the city uh, around the Holy Mountain, which grew up there, that that was part right. of the Sazavan Protectorate. Is that not the case? They are distinct political entities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Ironside, as it is, as it is today, mm-hmm. uh, is this sprawling metropolis that... Uh, Ali, you're not really familiar with, having right. not been there in like 40 years. I um, am. But Tess is keenly aware that, uh, the metropolis sort of stands as, uh, the crowning jewel of civilization. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stands distinct and apart from the, uh, southern kingdoms, mm-hmm. the area south of the spine of the world. Um, the Ironside Foundation, uh, the, the governing body of Ironside, sort of the de facto uh they're they're just sort of it because when uh ironside was founded there wasn't a leadership Mm -hmm. in place 
And then Gwinoa yeah. disappeared, and so Maggie took up the mantle and established these these systems. And right. these are all stories I tell you on the road to Ironside. Yeah. Ah, um, I see. Yeah. And so uh, the the foundation acts as an oversight mm-hmm. for the other kingdoms. The, the other kingdoms would often uh, hold Congress in Ironside. Mm-hmm. They would resolve uh, their conflicts peaceably at Ironside, mm-hmm. as opposed to going to war with each other. Okay. Um, that has broken down, uh, since the Dominatum made land, um, the peace talks, uh, have never been held with the Dominatum, Mm -hmm. uh, and the Dominatum has continued to exert their, uh, their conquest over many of the southern kingdoms. Okay. Their filthy magics. All right. All right. So yeah, Tess, uh, elaborates on, on all of this. Um, the history of Ironside. Mm-hmm. Does, what does Punk have to say about any of this? Or is he just not listening? Uh, Punk is in his own world. Yeah. He's playing his Game Boy. Nice. Oh. I was going to say, got his, got his earbuds in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Whatever the whatever our industrial equivalent of that is. The uh, he's rolling a hoop with a stick. Fuck um, yeah. He's got, like a, got like, a, like, a, like a cup with a ball on a string. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. You never know where that ball's gonna go next. It's wild. He's he's got a Rubik's cube that he has never solved and never will. Oh. Same, same. Honestly, hard same. Yeah. Uh. So you climb the the mountain pass. Mm-hmm. You reach a uh a stone wall mm-hmm. with a portcullis in. Oh. Um. And. Looking out over the crenellations at the top of this wall uh, are several guards, uh, uh, rifles at the ready, not pointed at you. Protectorate but they, guards? They could be soon. Yes, they are uh, protectorate military. They are emblazoned Fuck. with the uh, the stone tower. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, presumably, it's like like um, Pyongyang or like the the border between the Koreas. Like there are there are. There are Sazavan troops on one side of it, and then there will be Ironside troops on the other, presumably. Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, it is this this double layered. Uh, so the the other side of this wall, right, mm-hmm. is this open courtyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, some administrative buildings, uh, fortifications are not immense here, right? Because um, they don't need to be. You're in the middle of a mountain. What could possibly get here? You're fine. Right. You'd be surprised. That um, seems like foreshadowing, but all right. So the other the other side of it is just another wall uh, with Sazavan troops, or not Sazavan troops, uh, with with Ironside Foundation uh, uh, folks. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I, I hesitate to call them any kind of military because they're not. They're not. They're right. they're paramilitary. Do I best. recognize some of them? Um, make a perception check for me. Cool. Is that a nine? Yes, that is an eleven. Um, yeah, so you don't, you don't know any of these people. Okay, I just know that we are part of the same institute. Yeah. Cool. Um, in fact, one of them... Institution. Uh, one of them sees that you're walking around with a little, uh, knife golem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is... Oh, yeah, I'm lost. ...reviled at first, and then goes, hey, that thing's kind of cool. Thank <laughs> you! Ah, these Did are Did you your, make that? Yes! People. I see. Oh, you're... So, so you're with the foundation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, pull out my ID and everything. Cool. Yeah, my name's Tess. I'm Tess the Coil. Holy moly. Yeah. Uh, my name is, uh, is Dance. It's, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet um, you. 
What's what's up? Where are you headed? And Ironsides. Well, I mean, obviously, but like for what? Uh, we we need to go to like headquarters for the protectorate. It's a whole mess. It doesn't have anything to do with the institute. Although I should check in because it's been a while since I've been there. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, I'm gonna expedite your uh, your uh, travel into Ironside. Uh, I can see that you're not here to cause us any harm. No. So yeah, I'll be right back. Okay, uh, awesome. He, Thank you so he much. He goes off to go talk with his commanding officer. Uh, they they talk pretty briefly. Uh, then the uh, iron portcullis on the other side opens up, cool. and you're through the military checkpoint. Hell yeah! Ali is very impressed. Connections. So uh, you climb up the next ridge, and you can see sprawling before you the silent savanna, the mm. basin at the center of which uh, resides the holy mountain. Mm. Gone are the fields of wheat. Uh, gone is the endless march around it, and replacing it is this absolutely marvelous uh, iron city. Uh, these iron towers pouring uh, black smoke uh, high up into the air and and over the top of the mountain ranges that surround the, the, the basin. That's so fucking uh, cool. The silent savanna no longer living up to its name. There is, in fact, uh, this veritable just uh uh cacophony uh -huh. of the sounds of a city hard at work um the uh there is this so halfway up the summit of the holy mountain there is this enormous piece of machinery that mm -hmm. seems to seems to be able to move the entire circumference of the mountain mm -hmm. and right now it is oh. fitted with this large crane uh being used in the construction of an iron tower uh, that is unfinished and uh, is beginning to rival the heights of the mountain. Ooh. I picture it like I picture it like Midgar in Final Fantasy VII, like it's a big round city that's divided up into like sections or quarters, and the, the mountain or like the Shinra building is right in the middle. And you got like structures that bridge sometimes, like one like like a tower Absolutely. will grow oh. up, and there's like a sky bridge between them or some shit. Dylan, this is so cool. It's good to yeah. be home. Ali uh, is uh, overwhelmed, but trying real hard to be cool so Punk doesn't think he's a wuss. Yeah. I'm going to let you know, a lot of people do magic here. It just is kind of the way of life. There's a lot of people part of the institution, like I am. You'll see a lot of more golems like uh, Love, except not actually like Love. And speaking of which, while we're here, we can fix his face, finally. Uh, and get you some cool gauntlets. That's not how his face is supposed to be. No, there was like uh, an accident, and his face is all smashed a bit. So I figured oh. it'd be easier to just put something on it temporarily, and it's oh. just kind of been there this whole time. I, I thought that was just how he is. From behind you, you oh, hear no. uh, Punk just sort of shuffle up towards you, and he mm. says, "Hey, Tess." Yeah, buddy. Can I climb the mountain? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a thing. We can just do that. Yeah. Oh. I want to climb the mountain. Okay. Cool. I'm going to climb the mountain. Okay, cool. Uh, and he's got this big, dumb grin on his oh, face. God. Punk is so great. Uh, I will let you know, though, Punk, there is a spot on the mountain that it's kind of like just kind of like local legend, but supposedly there's like someone buried there. There's somebody buried in the mountain? Yes. It's not like it's not like in the mountain. It was more like a gesture. What do you mean? Like, okay, so before the mountain was, you know, renovated to be part of the city, 
like way back when, like thousands and thousands of years ago, there's like an unmarked grave to some Arden Polis. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. But it's so just kind of he? like, I don't know. He was just some guy, but it's just kind of like untouched. Yeah. So that if you come across it, just bypass it. Don't mess with it. We kind of all just leave it the way it is. I, I have okay. a... No, I have a, punk. I have oh, come on. It'll be funny. Hmm? I was just going to say, I have a plus three in history, and even I don't know who he was. Yeah, no one really knows who he is. I mean, I imagine he was friends with, like, Maggie Ironsides. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. I imagine cool. he had yeah. normal bones. All right, let's... Ideally. Let's get down into this city. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, so the, the three of you begin your march into Ironside. And we will find out what fate awaits you there next time on Dice and Virtue. Thanks for listening, all our buddies. Thanks, guys. One short day in the Ironside City. Dun, dun, dun. We are dun, dun, on dun, dun, Twitter dun, dun, and Facebook dun, dun, dun. and now Discord and now Patreon. Woo! And let me let me just say, a Patreon that literally went up last night and has, uh, or two days ago. I don't know. Two three, days three days. Well, it went up on Tuesday. We're recording. Okay. Right. The point is, it has had a frankly baffling level of success for a rinky dinkum little podcast that a bunch of dum dums make for fun and beg their friends to listen to. Like, we have no right to the amount of love and support this thing has received already. Uh, Agreed. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's touching and, uh, frankly, a little overwhelming. And we love all of you and appreciate you so much. And, like, don't don't feel like we're saying you got to donate or we won't love you. We get it. Times is expensive. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Do At not least, worry like, about that. Come on to the Discord. Say yeah. hello. Tell us we're dumb for running away from a scary tree. Yeah, you Fight have so me many for ways. making you cry. Yeah. That, too. You, we you will have so many ways together. to tell us what bad decisions we make. <laughs> Let us collectively fight Dylan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm really, really excited about where we're taking this podcast network, and I've done a lot of renovations to the website. Yeah, it's uh, really good. Which, the website is way classier than any product we put out and ever will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm on the website, finally. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Uh, we, I've been doing some work, and, and I'm really excited to keep doing work, and thank you yep. all for listening and continuing to support us. Even if you can't give to the Patreon, we, like we said, we totally understand. Yeah. Uh, it just means the world to us that you continue to listen. Yeah, and um, honestly, if you can't pay us money, you know what is an acceptable and uh, arguably preferable form of payment? Uh, word of mouth. Yeah. Hell yeah. Tell a yeah. friend. Like, um, look, there are... I, I run the Twitter for all of our shows. There are star-level numbers. Like, th there are so many D&D podcasts out there. And that's a good thing, because it means that there are people out there loving the game, enjoying the game, telling their friends about it. It's it's not a rivalry thing. We're all part of a community. That said, not every show is going to be for anybody. And if you tell your dumb friend, hey, you're a nerd, right? Put this shit in your ears. Like, we would appreciate that, because... There are so many. The odds of us getting to any individual person uh, are very slim just by numbers. So tell your friends, and odds are they'll probably ignore you like they do with everything you tell them to listen to because there are too damn many podcasts. Um, yeah. 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 And that's fine. You know, we're we're not here to beseech our listeners to be brand ambassadors for us. Not at all. But, but if you like what we do, maybe show it to somebody. Yeah. That'd be um, cool. All right. Yeah. 
we, we'll spend less time talking about it in future episodes. It's yeah. just new and exciting for us. So it's, thank you for listening, all our buddies. Honestly, overwhelmed by the amount of love and support. Like we've always had super cool fans who have always like reached out and interacted with us. But we put this thing out saying, "Hey, maybe we'll get like a little bit of money, and that'll cover server costs and stuff." Like, no, like immediately, you folks just started reaching into your wallets, and that is that is a reaction that we had no right or expectation uh, to predict. And, yeah. um, yeah, and I'm going to drop my phone. I'm so worked up over it. It's, it's, uh, it's been a fabulous and resounding, uh, uh, hell yeah for us as yeah. artists and as funny people. It was At really validating. Funny people. Yeah, yeah. No, like it really, cause like people can say nice when, when you get something for free, it's like, yeah, this is a free podcast. I didn't pay anything for it. And it made me laugh a little bit, but like just the fact that someone was like, no, I will give you money. Like that was yeah. like, as, That's... as an artist, it was really validating. And not just one someone, but several yeah. someones. And that yeah. assures that people love this as much as we do. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for listening, all our buddies. Thanks, guys. We'll be back next week, as we always are. Yep. Uh, you can get at us uh, through the Twitter, the Facebook, the Discord. Yep. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love Thanks, you. Guys. Thank you, all our buddies. Goodbye. Bye, all our buddies. Bye.